Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Today, we are talking to Nevika Vasquez, who is a business strategist, and we are talking all about starting your own mastermind and how her mastermind uh, really helped her take her business to the next level. She gives us a lot of great tips and really practical information that anyone can use when they want to start their own mastermind so that instead of waiting around for someone to invite you or putting out a call in a Facebook group and getting all kinds of messages back, you know exactly how you can start a mastermind that is going to really um, fit with your business, with the vision that you have, and help you put together a group of people who will help you up-level your business, who are going to be a great support, and who will... Um, really give you great and honest feedback. We also talk about the best method for hosting a mastermind and how you can keep it on track instead of worrying that everything is going to fall apart because there is no focus. Nevika is a business strategist to digital bosses who want to scale their online business. The bosses she works with are past the beginner stage of business and are ready to assess and strategize their plan for new growth. Together, her and her clients create the online business and marketing plan that they need to get to the next level in their business. In addition to serving her clients, every week, Nevika hosts the Digital Boss Roundtable, which is a roundtable webinar show where experienced business owners meet to have productive conversations on up-leveling their digital businesses. Check out new and past Roundtable Businesses episodes in the show notes, and you can also find links to all of the things that we mentioned, as well as her resources for starting your own mastermind. I know this is going to be a great episode, whether you are just starting out in your business or if you've been doing it for years, and it's a great way to continue to grow your business, build relationships, and get the support that you need to make your business um, stand out and take it to the next level. Hi, Nivika. I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be a guest on Process to Profitability. Thank you. Um, to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what you do? Sure. So my name is Nevika. I'm a business strategist for digital bosses who want to scale their online businesses. Um, I'm based in New York. I live in Queens, but I like to say spend a lot of my time in Brooklyn because that's like where my heart is. Um, and I work with uh, people who have online businesses, women who have online businesses who've been in business for maybe a year or two, they've kind of figured things out a bit, but now they really need to figure out how to scale things up uh, and make more money. So my best clients are, when I say digital bosses, I mean people who literally have their entire businesses online. So they either completely sell services online. So there's no like offline interaction or a product um, or they sell products, courses, uh, and programs online. A few of my clients do have like in-person workshops and events. So those are like, that would be like the only offline kind of thing that I help, um, with, but I help them, uh, assess their businesses, create business plans and, uh, create marketing and launch plans. Cool. So why did you decide to serve just digital bosses with like strictly online businesses instead of people who are doing stuff online and then actually serving people in person? Honestly, it's all about like finding your, your niche. Uh, and for me that, that was it. Like I had worked with a bunch of clients and I kept like tr trying to figure out who it was that I personally enjoyed working with the most. Um, and I realized that it kept coming up that it was people who had online businesses and then, uh, my friend who's a copywriter, Ashlyn Carter from Ashlyn writes, um, came up with like the term digital bosses. And I was like, those are your people. Like you, you need to start saying that. So I was like, you're right. Um, 
And yeah, it was really just about like testing things out with different clients and then really analyzing, okay, who do I actually like working with the most? Who can I help the most? Uh, and I felt like it was people with, um, fully online businesses. And I think that's just, it also makes me stand out. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm actively turning people away if they don't fit that description. But I also think that that's bringing a lot of people to me because I'm saying, okay, I only work with these people. So if like, you don't feel like you fit into this, uh, this category, then I'll be happy to like send you to someone who I think would be a better fit. I think that's great. And I love that you sort of figured that out as you went, um, because I feel like a lot of us try to figure out who our ideal client is right off the bat. It doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't really know until you start working with people, if it's actually a good fit for you. Yeah. In the beginning, you literally have to just take anybody who will say yes, probably uh, to working with you. And then after like 10 plus people of those, you'll have a good idea of like, okay, this is what I like. And this is what I don't like. And actually, even if it's not like real clients, and it's just like, um, console calls or discovery calls, like just being able to talk to people and hear like what their needs are, maybe even if they don't say yes, you'll still also get a feel for like, is this going to be, is this the kind of, are these the kind of problems that I actually even want to be solving or helping people with? Yeah, that's so true. I went through the same thing in my business. I thought I wanted to serve one type of client. And then when I got into it, I found that it sort of pivots a little bit as you grow and you learn what it's like to work with people. Yeah. And like for what I do, so I help, um, online business owners scale their online businesses fun fact is that we always have to go back to the basics. So like, even though these people have been in business two, three, four, five years, by the time they come to me, they're like, everything has shifted and I need to like practically start over to figure out how I'm going to get to the next level. So we lit one of the first steps that we start with is going through ideal client deep dive again. So like, these are people who've been in business for like three, four or five years, but because like you said, it just keeps shifting as we're like moving. Uh, and it happens a lot where like, uh, it basically like is continuously shifting almost Mm -hmm. what I've seen, at least with my clients. Um, so like you need to take that when my clients come to me, they need to take that time to, okay, let's go through this again and really figure out who my ideal client actually is now because I'm still talking to her as if it was the same ideal client two years ago and it's not. Um, so when it's time to like step back and figure out how you're going to grow and scale and get to the next level, we really have to go through that process again before, like as one of the first steps before we like move on. (laughs) That is so true. So today we are talking about starting your own mastermind. And you told me that when you started your mastermind, it changed your business. So can you tell me a little bit about what exactly is a mastermind and how starting and being a part of one did change your business? Yeah. So I consider like, and I'm sure there's a proper definition. I probably should have had it up to tell you, but my definition of a mastermind is a group of people who get together to offer support, feedback, and new ideas that will progress your business. Um, from where you currently are. To me, I think that's like the simplest way to um, describe it. And it's literally for me, just a group of ladies uh, who are also business owners. Uh, We get together and we meet one time a week and um, we talk about our businesses, what we're struggling with. And everybody in the group gives feedback on how we can uh, fix those struggles or what we can do to like get to the next level or get past those struggles to continue moving forward in our business. Um, because being a business owner, especially a digital boss is like super lonely and you can get so stuck in your head of like, what should I be doing? What should I be doing? And then never get anything done because you're just constantly going in circles, which is exactly what was happening to me before I started a mastermind. So before I started a mastermind, I was literally just constantly feeling alone, having new ideas, but not sure if they sucked or not, um, to be quite honest. And then every time I got a new idea, every time I got to a point where I was stuck. Uh, so like, for example, for my ideal client, before I figured out it was digital bosses, I was having a hard time figuring out who I was talking to. And if you don't know who you're talking to, like, 
you probably can't write an Instagram caption or a blog post or an email or something like that or a blog post or an email or something like forward because I was just so stuck and in my own head thinking like, oh, this is impossible and it can't be figured out because right now I'm serving everybody because in the beginning I did say yes to everybody and I couldn't like nail it down. So that was just like an example of something that totally was holding me back because I had no one to talk to at the time. Um, but then once I did decide to start a mastermind, like you literally have people you can talk to on a whim and just say, Hey, is this like, I can, we're all so close at this point that like, we can just text each other. Like, Hey, does this make sense? Or does this sound crazy? And you just like formed a group of people around you who know you, who know your business, who know like where you're trying to get to and can give you great feedback on if something makes sense, if it doesn't make sense or what their view as maybe your ideal client or just like somebody in the industry, um, what they would think about something like that. So you're like getting really great feedback on if you should do things or not do things. And another great part of that I did not expect of joining a mastermind has been like the way they unintentionally push you because when you surround yourself, like, and it's not just like in business in life, when you like surround yourself with people who are doing and creating amazing things, like you're constantly like questioning yourself of like, Oh wow. Like if they're capable of that, maybe I'm capable of that too. So like, I wasn't expecting that at all, but I'm constantly like pushing my limits because I see the amazing things they're doing. And they're like the people that I'm surrounded with every day in conversation with. So that has been like just really amazing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I love that you are being pushed by them to do better things, but it's not out of a place of somebody else is doing something and I have to do it too. It's just wanting to be better because these people are your friends and you trust them and you just sort of want, know that you can get up to what it is that they're accomplishing. Yeah. Like, so like believing it's possible, right? Cause like, because like you see so many things online and you don't know like what's real and what's not real, like with social media, but like when you're actively having conversations with these people and seeing like, Oh wow. Like they're really hitting these goals. They're really doing these things. Maybe it is possible. So I, I could be able to do that because I know my friends are doing it too. Right. So it's just like, that mindset of like knowing, wow, these things are possible, which I totally didn't have before because I just didn't know what people were actually doing. Mm -hmm. So did you start your mastermind? Was that the first one you had been a part of or had you done a paid something beforehand? So actually, um, because I'm a business strategist, I was invited into, uh, so Tara Gentelli, I'm not sure if everybody on here knows her, or if you know her, but she is uh, pretty amazing. She's a business um, strategist and she owns uh, co-commercial and quiet power strategy. And they're really big online um, communities and she teaches. So she certified me as a business strategist and uh, she teaches other people how to scale and grow their businesses, um, digital businesses online. And she because she certified me as a strategist when she did her group coaching program, which was split into like groups of five masterminds. So let's say there was like 40 people and everybody was group uh, grouped into like a groups of five. Um, she asked me to be uh, a lead strategist in that mastermind. So I was in charge of like leading five ladies uh, through the mastermind program for like that six months or whatever it was. Um, so I did that with her. So I had that like experience and then also Heather Crabtree, the first time that she ran the savvy business circle. And Heather is also uh, a business mentor, um, for all entrepreneurs, not just online entrepreneurs. Um, she asked me to be a lead strategist, uh, for same thing, like a group of five people or 10 people and to lead them through the six months of the mastermind and like be their point of contact. So I was, uh, so basically that was like my first mastermind experience was leading other people through their mastermind experience, uh, as a business strategist. Um, and I got to see like really the power of having more than one opinion in a conversation. So like up until that point, I was used to like just doing client calls and strategy calls when it would just be like one-on-one me with a client. And that is amazing. Like you get so much done, you dive really deep but there's something really special about like being in a group and like hearing other people's opinions and feedback and getting such a fresh perspective from different people. 
So that was my first time really experiencing like what that looked like. Um, but still it took a long time after that for me to start mine. Um, actually speaking of Heather, I saw her like post a picture of her mastermind on Instagram. And I was like, so jealous. I was like, Oh my gosh, like this looks amazing. Like they were on a retreat somewhere in Arizona and they're like, I don't remember who exactly is in her mastermind, but they're just like all insanely successful and really smart. And I was like, how, like, how do you like have a group of friends that's just like all so cool and like successful and smart. I was like, you know what, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to get like my own group of people to be surrounded by, uh, so that I don't have to feel jealous and that I can have that in my life. And like, it was something I just really needed because I was feeling so alone, like working from home every day. Yeah, I get that. Now, how did you go about and how can listeners go about finding people who are going to be a great fit for the mastermind they're trying to put together? Yeah, so you made a really good point when you said finding people who are a great fit because one huge mistake that I see people make with masterminds uh, and some of the, one of the reasons they might not work out is um, they like go in, they like, they see something about a mastermind somewhere and they're like, Oh, that sounds cool. I need that. I want that. And then they do something like go into a Facebook group and say, Hey, I want to be in a mastermind. Does anybody want to be in one with me? Just like leave a comment below. And I feel like that it comes from a good place because you're like, Hey, I want this. Let me just find people who want this too, but you're really not getting enough information from them to see if they are a good fit. So I really don't recommend doing that at all. Um, what I did, uh, and I like, I obviously love my mastermind. I think we were like the perfect fit. And it, for me, it kind of did take a lot of work to put that, these group of people together. So what I started with first, um, and what I recommend starting with is first deciding who you, who you want in it based on industry, stage of business and life and personality. Um, so I really want people to think about the kind of uh, industries they want to be surrounded by in their mastermind. Uh, so numbers wise, I recommend um, six to eight people, maybe four. Four is, is really small. Um, so it also depends like what you want to get out of it, right? Like, are you looking for um, a network of connections? Are you looking with uh, for a lot of uh, different opinions and like fresh feedback? Um, so that will help you like figure out the number. Eight is a lot and there are pros and cons to having eight people. Mine is eight people. And uh, if you do the hot seat method, which is one per every, for one hour, that one hour you meet every week, one person gets like 40 minutes of that time to talk about their business uh, and their struggles. So if you're doing the hot seat method, which is the one that I, the method that I recommend most, um, then if it's like, so I won't go until another seven weeks because um, it's one, it's one person per, per week or whatever. But um, that hasn't been a problem with us because we've been able to like, we, we text, we have a Slack group. So we're constantly in communication. So if something does come up, we can get answers we need. So it's not like you're like waiting for eight weeks until somebody can answer your like burning question. We're in constant communication. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, so yeah, first pick that, that number of people that you want and then think about industry stage of business and life and, um, personality. So when I say industry, basically I'm a business strategist and I wanted to create a group of people around me who, um, all had the same ideal client. Like in my head, when I was first thinking about it, I was like, I want everybody to be able to refer like one client, like to each other so that we can be like everything that, that, that our ideal clients need. Right. And, uh, at the time I thought that was a great idea. I still think it's a great idea. Um, but it, it's definitely not necessary for being, in a, for creating your mastermind to do it that way. But, um, so I'm a business strategist. And if you think about like who my complementing industries are, so like who my, who else my ideal client would need. Um, I have a copywriter in our group, um, a virtual assistant in our group, a financial strategist, um, a life coach, a content coach, a, um, uh, a brand and web designer, uh, a brand photographer and a social media expert. 
So like literally like everything you could think of that an online business owner would need, we have like in that, in that group. And I thought that that would be great. One, if we had like ideal clients, but also for each other, cause we all fill in the gaps of like an online business, right. Or like what you would need, um, to run an online business. So I thought that that was like just a really cool way of looking at it. So like, think about the kind, the kind of industries you want represented in your mastermind, because that will really like show like the kind of ideas and conversations that are going to come out of it and the perspectives that you want in it. So whether it is, whether you do put those like people in that industry in certain industries together, because you want to have the same ideal clients or because you want to fill in the gaps of what's missing in your business, uh, or just because you want their perspective, really think about that and pick those like industries first. So for me, that's like the first step. And then everything else comes after that. So once you pick those industries, then I would look at stage of business and life. So for me personally, I'm in my mid twenties and I wanted everybody in the group to be pretty much in their mid to late twenties too, uh, because I just wanted us all to like understand each other and where we are at in life. So like everybody in the group is pretty much in a, either in a long-term relationship, they got engaged or they got married and were like just moving out or just buying their first house. So, like we're literally all in that phase of life. Like nobody's a mom yet, uh, which to me was like really important. Cause I think that's like a totally different phase of life and, and being a business owner. Um, but I love mompreneurs. They're the best. Uh, but I wanted somebody to like, I wanted everybody to be able to understand each other. Right. So it was really important that we're all at that same stage of life. Um, so that was first and then stage of business. So I knew I wanted to have people who were, um, in, in that one to two year mark and past the beginner stuff. So like all the beginner stuff is figured out and now it's really just figuring out, okay, now I have the beginner stuff figured out. How do I make this really consistent? How do I consistently grow my revenue? Um, and making sure we had like, everybody was at that stage of figuring out how do we level up and continue to level up. Um, and the way that you figure that out for anybody who's asking, uh, is so what I did to find these people was first, I, um, I thought of who I already knew in those industries and I knew two people off the bat. So I like knocked them off the list. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to ask those two people. Then I went into Facebook groups and search. Uh, so let's say I was looking for a brand photographer. I would type in brand photographer in the Facebook group and, and then just type out all, write out all the names of the brand photographers. And then I would go to like their Instagram and their social media and their website and check what their life was like, were they a mom, uh, what their business was like, what kind of content they were posting, what kind of testimonials they had on their website. So I was like legitimately stalking these people and like knocking people off the list to find like my right fit of people. Like I was, re I feel now that I like think about it, I was like really like a, like a recruiter, like making a team um, to be honest is like how I was really looking at it. Cause I wanted us to be the perfect fit. Uh, so like, yeah, you can totally find out almost anything about anyone by looking at like their Instagram or social media or anything like that and reading their about page and their blog posts and stuff like that. So once I figured out the industries I wanted, then I knew like the job titles I had to type in, in different places. So even Instagram hashtags, I found one of the girls through an Instagram hashtag, uh, that like those people would use. And then, um, then kind of stalk them through their website and their, social media and you'll really be able to see what their personality is like, what stage of business they're at, um, what stage of life they're at and be able to find like your perfect fit through there. And it does sound like maybe a bit of work uh, and sometimes even kind of weird because it's almost like you're like picking your friends, but this is like, it's such a huge time investment. And if you want people to take it seriously, you need to start it off seriously. Um, from the beginning by like putting, putting the effort in, like putting such a group, good group of people together. Yeah. And I have seen a lot of those posts in Facebook groups where they're like, I want to start a mastermind and I am just looking for people to join me. And I totally get where they're coming from. They're just, they don't know where to start, but yeah. I love that you put in the work and did the research because that way, you know, that these people should be a good fit to start out with. You don't have to feel like you have to sort through a whole bunch of people that just respond and 
say no Mm -hmm. to people because that can be super scary. Um, And yeah, it sounds like a lot of research up front, but I think it's worth it if you're really, I mean, if you're meeting with these people for an hour every week, they're going to be really digging into your business and you're going to be into theirs. It's a pretty intimate relationship. You want to be able to know that those people can help you and that you can trust them. Yeah. And that they'll understand you because like I said, we're at the same stages of business and life. Like we're all literally going through such shifts in our business right now. And I feel like that's literally just comes back to us. Um, like me starting off in the beginning of like making sure we were at that same stage of business because now we're all going through that like two year growing pain into three year kind of thing. So uh, yeah, you want to make sure you surround people yourself with people who will understand you. And you're totally right. Like we're almost going on a year now. And this has been such a time commitment because it's really not just that one hour, like right. on the phone, we're talking constantly in our group chat and text and, um, and in our Slack group. So it's literally like, these have been the people I talk to more than anybody in my life in the last year. If you, if I really want to get serious, like besides like my boyfriend and, um, my family, like I really talk to these, this, this group of ladies more than anyone that I talk to in my regular life because my business is such a big part of my life. Right. And I think it's really nice to have a group of people around you that are doing business and can understand it because so many of us, our spouses, our partners, our significant others don't get it. Our families don't get it. Like so many of us don't come from a community of entrepreneurs and this is different and it's scary. And so it's important to have people who can understand and sort of help you not panic every time something crazy happens, who can celebrate with you and aren't going to be like, scared when you don't book that client that you, you know, wasn't a great fit. They, they understand all the struggles you're going through and can help you, um, get some support within the industry instead of having to rely on people who don't quite understand what it is that we're trying to do. Yeah. I think like the biggest things with masterminds is you're getting the support, the accountability and the feedback that you need to like actively move your business forward. Because if you don't have support, if you're not getting accountability and you don't, if you don't have like active feedback, like there's a good chance you're going to keep staying stuck where you are because you can't either can't make decisions fast enough or can't figure out, um, or just can't get things done, uh, because you're, you don't have somebody to be accountable to because now that you're your own boss, you're your own boss. There's like nobody to turn to if things aren't getting done. It's just always on you. Um, so yeah, I really, my, one of my, one of my real life friends, uh, so like not internet friends, um, says that like, oh, so it's like a support group. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess that's what you can call it in your words. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Now you had mentioned the hot seat method, which I have done once with, um, like a small conference that I had gone to. And you said that was your favorite method for doing a mastermind. So can you just talk about how that works a little bit and why people should not be scared of being on the hot seat? (laughs) Yeah, sure. So um, basically the agenda for my mastermind meetings, at least, is we start off with our wins. So that way everybody starts off on a good note uh, and everybody gets a quick chance to talk um, or to speak rather. And um, So everybody says like a quick win that has happened in the last week since the last time we spoke. Uh, So that starts to call off on a great note. And then one person, whosever turn it is, is in the hot seat and they have the next 40 minutes um, to tell us what they're struggling with, what's going on in their business and what they want feedback on. And that's basically what it is. Like they just, it's, they get the mic for the entire call. They get to tell us like what they're working on, what's working and what's not working, what they need our help with. Um, and yeah, it might sound like scary. I guess that does make sense to some people like, Oh, like I'm in, it's all, it's all about me and I have to talk about all my problems. Like that doesn't sound like fun, but it really does turn like it always turns out being a positive thing because you either just get to vent about what's going on and like get it off your chest. And then we get to like really show you like, Hey, you're not alone. We're all going through this. 
or um, you get to actually tell us about your problems and your struggles. And we actively, everybody in the group actively says like, okay, let's think about trying it this way. Or let's think about trying it this way. Maybe this is a new idea to try. Or maybe I don't think you should do this. You should totally scrap it. Like you're always getting different opinions. At the end of the day, you're the one who always makes a decision. And that's something I always like want to mention. Like masterminds are amazing, but you need to still remember like you're, you're the boss, right? You still make the decisions, but it's still like great to have other people giving you opinions so that you see what your options are. Um, but yeah, so the hot seat is literally just your time to talk about anything you want to talk about in your business. And then everybody else's time to, uh, give you feedback so that they can really help you solve your problems, um, and move your business forward. And that could be anything from like, I don't know what to price this thing or like, what kind of method should I use to launch this thing? Or, um, who is my ideal client? I've been working with all these people. I can't figure it out. Like it's literally everything is on the table. You can bring anything to your hot seat and, uh, the people you surround yourself with are going to do their best to help you. Um, figure it out because they want the same in return when it's their turn in the hot seat. So I hope that explains it a bit better. Yeah, I think it does. And it's can be scary. I feel like the first time you're doing it, but it really is a very useful tool because you get to talk about what you sort of need addressed and you don't feel like you're competing for, you know, who's going to get answers to their questions. Oh, so that's a huge point, right? So that's the reason I love the hot seat method and like only meeting for one hour is because it's all about one person. I see some other people in masterminds and for some people it works, but for a lot of people I heard it, it does not work where they try and get like everybody. So I don't know what I would call it. I guess like a roundup call every call, but, um, uh, like instead of a hot seat. So like, it'll be pretty much, let's say there's like five people in the group, right? They'll meet for maybe 90 minutes instead of 60 minutes. And everybody gets to talk about like their problems, um, and like get feedback on their problems. But, um, to me that doesn't work as well because I feel like you, I personally know I would at least, and I don't know what this says about me, but, uh, I would like spend a lot of the call, like anxious on if my, I like, if, are we going to get to my question? Is my question going to get answered? Am I going to be stuck waiting till next week? So like, I feel like that, like it would just stress me out on the call, like waiting and like, like looking at the clock, like, Oh, she's taking so long, like on her question. I don't think we're going to get to mine. And that's super selfish. And I hate like admitting that, but I know that it would like cost, like it would cause me anxiety. Like if my calls were like that, Whereas when it's a hot seat and it's just one person, you're going to the call knowing, okay, it's this, like, it's her turn. Uh, so it's all about her. So you're like, all right, you already go to the call, like just ready to zone in on this person and like help them as much as possible. So that's, that's why I would prefer and recommend people to at least start with the hot seat method where it's just one person per call, uh, rather than a bunch of people on one call, because I just have not. I don't think that's effective. And to me, just hearing it like stresses me out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I think that whole thing goes to my next question, which is how can people who have started a mastermind keep it on track? I think part of it is, you know, having a set sort of schedule where this is what we're going to do every call instead of getting on a call, which I have experienced, and you don't know what you're going to talk about. And so everybody just is talking about life and updates, and it's 90 minutes later, and you're like, we didn't get anything done. done." (laughs) Yeah, so, um, so because so actually, when we first so when I first met these ladies, um, I was very serious from the beginning. So like I had a PDF of guidelines, AKA rules written out of like exactly what I expect from them and exactly what they can expect from me. And I also had a contract written out, um, of that was like, it really wasn't a contract, like agreeing to the rules. It was more a contract about like confidentiality so that they knew they were safe to talk about their ideas and stuff. But now that I think of it, that might be a good idea too, is to like, have the rules include like the guidelines included in that contract and like you writing and saying, yes, I agree to this. So like some of the guidelines, uh, stated what the agenda was, which I just told you, but I don't think I finished. So like the, uh, we start off with wins, then the person does their hot seat, then we do action steps. So you're telling us what you're committing to 
for the week basically and what you're going to get done before you hop on the call next week so that's like a way to hold everybody accountable um and so like I start like I literally started the relationship off with like these are the rules and this is the contract if you don't agree to the rules and if you don't want to sign the contract then uh you don't have to join and that's totally fine um uh so just let me know because it like I, I, I was very blunt about the fact that like, this is a really serious commitment. So if you don't want to be a part of it, I totally understand because it is big, um, commitment. So that like started us off from the beginning as okay. Like everybody knew this is like serious and, um, we're going to get things done here. So I think that's huge. Like having clearly laid out from day one, what the guidelines are and the rules are and the agenda uh, and basically because, so one of the, there's a lot of perks to starting your own instead of like waiting around to be asked to be in one. And some like the major one obviously is you get to choose who you want to be in it. And that's like the best reason to <laughs> start one. Right. Um, so that there's that, but then there's also, if you're going to start one, you should probably take leadership over, um, all the tech stuff and like the scheduling and all that stuff. So I handled that, um, from the beginning. So as soon as we all agreed on what time we were going to meet every single, what day and time we were going to meet every single week, I went in my Google calendar and basically scheduled it like forever, like (laughs) Thursday at one o'clock forever, basically where it's in every and added everyone to the calendar. So it's in every single person's calendar. So they can't book over it. They can't miss it. It's there and it was there from day from day one so that's like a huge tip to make sure that you're staying on track is like literally just book it forever unless you know there's like an end date just book it forever so that's always in everybody's calendar so that was um that was huge and I think those would just be uh the two uh, oh and one of the rules and the guidelines is that if you miss two sessions in one month, you'll be asked to leave. So like, we do know everybody has a life. And honestly, we're so close now that I don't think if somebody did miss two in one month, we would ask them um, to leave. But you do have to have a good reason if that's happening, because it's really not fair for you to be on one person's call. But then the, the next person doesn't get your opinion on their call, right? So it's really not fair. So that's why I was really serious about that in the beginning, like the calls are mandatory. If you miss two in one month, you'll be asked to leave. So I think just being clear with that in your rules that you lay out in the beginning um, will show people how serious you are and they'll stay on track. And if they don't stay on track, then you have like, make sure you make it clear in the beginning that you will have the right to ask them to leave uh, because they're not being serious about it. And because it really isn't um, fair to not come to everybody's calls. Uh, I like made it, I also made it clear from the beginning that like, I put us all together, but I'm not the leader. There are no leaders. We're all like leading each other here. Um, So one thing that that really helps is it's not up to me to make decisions. Like I keep us on track with like just getting the call started and getting everybody on the call, like sending the link for the, for the call so that we all get the video chat or whatever. Um, But I am not in charge of making decisions. We make decisions as a group. And one thing that that's really helpful was that with that is like, if you're in the hot seat one week, the next week you lead the call. So every week somebody else is leading the call. So that's just like, I think it's just good for like the morale of the group to know like, okay, like I need one, I need to show up because I need to lead. I'm in charge of leading this week. Uh, and two, which it just makes everybody feel like they are a leader, which I definitely wanted because I didn't want to be seen as like the leader of the group. I just wanted to be the person to bring everybody together. Yeah. I love that you covered, you know, what happens if somebody doesn't live up to the rules, because I feel like we are all so afraid, especially as new business owners to say no to people or to say, you know what, we're going to have to kick you out. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, but if you lay it all out in the rules that they're agreeing to at the beginning, it's, it's like when you have a contract with your client, if they don't meet all these things and you can just send them back to the contract or back to your rules and say, I don't even have to have like, a, you know, give you too many reasons because if you agreed to all of these things. Yeah, no, that's so true. Like taking the emotion out of it and literally just saying like, Hey, you signed this contract and you're not abiding by it. So we can't have you here anymore. And yeah, it sucks. But like, if you start from the beginning with that contract, like you said, you take a lot of emotion out of it because you can just point back 
to the contract and like say like, Hey, weren't you, you didn't follow the rules. Actually, I've also heard, um, of masterminds who do, um, if you don't show up, you have to like pay money. So, uh, like they'll have like a bucket that like goes to charity. And if like you miss a call, you have to donate to the bucket. And, um, and then like at the end of the year or something, they'll donate all the money, uh, to charity or something like that. But I like, I thought that was really cool. Um, and I don't think everybody needs that, but that's just like an extra push to like, okay, I better show up because I'm going to have to pay like 20 bucks or 50 bucks if I don't, um, show up. And that's just like another cool way of keeping you, uh, accountable. And if you're the leader, you can decide if that's something you want to, like, if you're not the leader because I didn't want to say it like I don't want you to be the leader but like if you're the one putting the group together then again you get to decide like what are the guidelines what are the rules it's is that something you want a part of it to make people feel like they have to show up like that because they have to donate money or whatever it is um so that's just like a fun thing that somebody else had mentioned to me that they do in theirs okay was there anything else that we didn't cover about starting a mastermind that you wanted to talk about Um, I don't think so. Uh, so like, I I guess one major thing that we didn't fully talk about was after I, um, after I like found all these ladies on like social media and stuff, I got on coffee chats with them, but didn't mention the mastermind. So I was basically like interviewing them, uh, to see if like we had a good vibe. Cause like, obviously if I got to the point where we were on the phone, their business checked out. It looked like we were at the same stage of life, but now I just wanted to see if we could actually get along. And like, cause sometimes you get on coffee chats and like the conversation flows and it's awesome. And sometimes it's like pulling teeth or you just know, like feel that like something's off. And it's not because you don't like the person. It's just like some people have more compatible personalities. Right. Mm So, um, so yeah, so I got on the phone with all of them to like do that. So I definitely recommend doing that, uh, also is like once you check out that you're at the same stage of business in life um hop on a phone call first because again this is a huge commitment uh to agree to with a with a lot of people or even if it's a few people uh so you want to make sure you actually talk to them first uh to see if they really are the good fit that you think they are based on all the other information um that you got. And if the call went well, I told them about it, like right on, right on the call. And if I wanted to like, think about it a little bit more, I emailed it. Uh, or if I just thought like, okay, I'm be, I don't want to sound too pushy. Like, let me give them a few minutes and just email <laughs> them this information so that I don't overwhelm them. So I either told them about the mastermind on the call, or I was like, uh, Hey, I'm going to email you about this idea that I have check it out later or something like that. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's like a good, a good tip too, is, uh, once you do the research, also get on the phone with these people. Yeah. And then even if it doesn't work out for your mastermind, you've made some connections, you've Mm -hmm. gotten to talk to people, which is never a bad thing. Mm, No, literally it could never possibly be that like, (laughs) unless you say something means to someone, it's never going to end up being a bad thing. It's always a good, it's always a good thing to talk to somebody. Um, new. So yeah. So like if you, if you get on the call and you realize they're not a good fit, you just don't mention the mastermind at all. And it was like, it was just a regular coffee chat, right? Like it wasn't it like, it's not like they missed out on anything. Like they don't feel like that because you didn't mention it at all. You would only mention it if you felt like it was a good fit at the end of the call. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's great advice is to really get to know the people and get to know them as people to make sure that you're going to be able to, to be on a call every week with them for an hour and feel like you can be compatible and be yourself. Totally. Okay. So a lot of my podcast is focused on serving our clients and customers well. And I like to ask people, how has that um, benefited your business and why is it so important in your business? Okay. So this is like huge for me because I, a lot, pretty much most of my business, maybe, maybe not, maybe it's less now, but at least in the early stages, like almost everything, all clients coming to me were coming through referrals. Um, so I know the only reason I like had consistent clients because I wasn't doing much of my own marketing was because I was doing really great work for the the few clients that I did have. And then that just kept like circling back because they would tell everybody, 
like, Hey, Navika did great work for me. Um, you should go, you should go talk to her. So like, I think that treating clients well and just giving them a great experience really pays off so much because word of mouth still is and always will be like the best marketing there is. Um, there's nothing that's like more direct than like hearing from a friend, Hey, you need to talk to this girl. Like you, when I get referrals, sometimes like they, and I don't know if this is like the best thing, but like sometimes they don't even like read my website. Like they literally just came and emailed me because they're like, Hey, so-and-so told me I should work with you. So I'm here. Let's get started. Like they don't really need to talk to you. Like it's literally the best marketing. So treating clients well, uh, has been huge in my business because referrals are such a huge source of, um, how I get my clients and my income. Uh, and I've been able to do that, um, by, I definitely don't have a lot of work to do with systems in other places, but I think my systems with my like client intake and outtake are handled actually, even though systems in the other places aren't that great. But, um, (laughs) client intake and outtake is really, is really easy for me, uh, because I've set up a great system. Um, so that has helped me a lot in making sure every stage is like always checked off and everybody's always where they need to be and that things are staying on time and are on time. Um, so when it comes to treating them well and doing great work, uh, that like systems have played a huge part in making sure that that gets done all the way from their, um, their like questionnaire or like when they, when they just email me for their inquiry, uh, to when I'm asking them for a testimonial and sending them like a client gift or something like that. Yeah. And I'm actually going to do an episode on setting all of that up um, to make that really easy because I think it helps so much when you don't have to think about a lot of that, then you're just focused on doing your work well and working with your clients. Yeah, no, it makes a huge difference. Uh, cause like, yeah, exactly what you said. You just don't have to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Tell me two things you're loving right now. They can be life or business. Um, one will definitely be my mastermind, uh, for sure. Like we're just all going through such great, like this year has just been such a whirlwind for a lot of our lives personally. And I feel like if we, if I didn't have that like support, I I don't even know what would have happened to me or my business if I didn't have that support. So definitely, um, my mastermind. This is totally going to sound stupid, but personally, I love basketball and NBA playoffs are on right now. Uh, so I'm really loving watching the NBA playoffs and it's like, it's happy and it's sad because when it's playoff time, like every day there's less and less games. (laughs) So it's like, it's ending. No. And that's like such a fun part of my life is watching basketball games. So that's like sad, but they're usually good games. So that's always exciting. And that it's like silly, but it, like watching good basketball games makes me really happy. So I'm excited that it's playoff time in the NBA. That's good. And yeah. it's good because you get away from your business for a little bit. Oh yeah. That definitely takes, to- yeah. That I actually never noticed that really until you said it. Like it totally takes my mind out of business mode, which is actually really hard to do. Uh, so that's, that's good that it does do that for me. Yeah. We are watching the hockey playoffs right now. So that's what we're into. Oh, awesome. I don't watch that until it gets to like the championship hockey. Understandable. But, it's a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hockey's fun too. I think honestly, I just like good sport games like things that are like really close and like intense because it's just like you get very few of like amazing games so it's just so fun when they're when they're good and competitive yeah okay so what are you excited about that's coming up in the future or things that you're working on um so I have a mastermind checklist, um, which is a freebie on my site. If you just go to nevicavasquez.com and, uh, click on the mastermind button in the menu. And, uh, so that was like the first thing that I created for masterminds. And then in, um, June, I will be in June, 2017, uh, cause this could last forever. Right. Uh, <laughs> June, 2017, um, I am releasing uh, the mastermind, uh, the find your mastermind execution plan. 
And that's basically going to be like pretty much what I spoke about today with even more, basically every single step needed to start and run a mastermind um, the right way. Uh, so that it is really successful and not just like a total flop. Um, so it takes all the guesswork out of everything for you. It tells you exactly how to find the people, how to start the meetings, the technology to use to start the meetings, um, how to have your first in-person retreat because we did that this year too. And what to do when like things get sticky and you have those awkward situations uh, and you have to ask somebody to leave. Um, so I'm really excited about that, uh, that coming out. Um, and did you say two things? Oh, just whatever you're working on. Oh yeah. So I, I would say I'm most excited about that uh, coming out. It'll be my first um, digital product. Uh, so I'm just really excited about working on that. Um, because it's a digital project one, but also two, because like, I really feel like everybody needs like in my heart, I'm like, I really feel like everybody needs to be in a mastermind. Uh, because I really just think as business owners, we all need that support in our lives, um, to, to get just to get through life as a business owner, if nothing else. Uh, and to know you're not alone, whether it's, even if it's not just about like growing your business, but literally since I've started the mastermind, um, my business has gotten better and it has grown. Uh, and I just never feel that sense of like being alone anymore. So if that can like help anyone, um, then I think like really a mastermind is a great place for everybody, um, to be and to join. So I'm excited about like creating that product so that so many other people can see, can like have exactly what they have to do to be in one so that that's not something that holds them back from being in one. Yeah, that's awesome. And then they will have exactly what has to happen and how they can get it started. And they can focus on actually finding the people that are going to be a good fit. Yeah, definitely. So I'm excited. Okay. Last question. Where can people find you online? So my website is my name, nevicavasquez.com. And that's Vasquez with two Z's. Uh, cause I know a lot of people mess that up. So I need to probably buy the other domain, um, <laughs> so that it redirects, uh, and on Instagram, I'm at Nevica Vasquez, um, N-E-V-I-C-A-V-A-Z-Q-E-Z. And that's pretty much it. Instagram and, um, my website are the best places. Okay. Awesome. I will link to all of those in the show notes so people can find you easily. Awesome. This is so much fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was great having you. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.